Hey, this is Bill Dwyer. Hanging on to my Hollywood dream by my fingernails. I sing the truth, and you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder. I'm PF, this is my tape recorder, and welcome to another installment of PF's third favorite band, question mark. This week's contestants, the Connells. Now, you may not be familiar with the Connells. They're a band from North Carolina. They formed in the early 1980s, and they're part of that kind of college, rocky, southern, alternative type of situation that we had in the mid-80s into the early 90s. And uh, before we get to the Connells, of course, though, we're going to get to our uh, tracks from my first two favorite bands, which would be the Beach Boys and Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark. We'll start with the Beach Boys. Now, we left off, uh, let me see, what did we leave off with? Uh, we, we're going to skip Surf's Up. Um, I think we left off with Sunflower. Yeah, and then we're going to skip Surf's Up. Great tune, uh, but I didn't really plan this out very well, so in order for this to end at a logical point, I'm going to have to skip an album. So we're going to skip Surf's Up, or we're going, and we're going to skip uh, Carl and the Passions, So Tough, which is uh, a much maligned album, but actually isn't, isn't too bad. Um, well, we're going to arrive at uh, an album called Holland, and on Holland, uh, we find the band going to the country of Holland to record the album because they need to get out of Southern California. Uh, things aren't going very well for them, so uh, you know they're not really selling a lot of records, even though they're getting some still getting some critical acclaim. Uh, Surfs up does really well with the critics. Carl and the Passion, eh, not so much. So they go to Holland, record uh, the album Holland. Uh, the the label doesn't really hear a, a hit single on it, so they uh, although we're going to play one, which should have been a hit single, and um. They uh, insist that Brian finish recording the song called Sail on Sailor. Uh, in the meantime, two new members have joined the group, Ricky Fetar and Blondie Chapman. You may know Ricky Fetar if you're a big Ruddles fan. He's uh, in the Ruddles, the joke band Eric Idle put together to parody the Beatles uh, a, a few years later. And Blondie Chapman, they're both uh, African musicians. They joined the band for a couple of years. They're on this album. This is the only time that uh, a non-original founding member, or shortly after founding member, Bruce Johnson, uh, does not sing... Or or do, yeah, doesn't sing the lead vocal. Lonnie Chapman sings lead vocal on Ceylon Sailor. And I think Ceylon Sailor gets to 60 or 50 in the Hot 100. I mean, it, it charts, but it doesn't go very high. Anyway, we're going to play a song called... Uh, Cal- well, there's three songs called California. It's called California Saga. We're going to play the third installment of California. Uh, and it's the one written by Al Jardine, who gets a raw deal on all uh, in Beach Boy single releases, but I'll get to that down the road. Anyway, um, this is a, a great album, and uh, they kind of... T- the critics love it, and uh, it's interesting. I don't know if you're familiar with the Sklar Brothers. They're uh, a, a comedy duo, uh, probably the only non-annoying comedy duo in the history of comedy. And I think it's because they are brothers, and they're not, you know, trying to. It's not some forced wacky shtick. It's actually watching two brothers talk to each other, and because they have this chemistry, they're very funny. So check them out. They have a podcast. Uh, it's called Dumb People Town, I believe it is. It used to be called Sklarborough Country, but anyway, uh, they were on Jimmy Pardo's podcast talking about music and stuff like that, and uh, it came up that one of the Sklar brothers, I don't know which one, uh, in this house, they run a huge Holland kick. They listen to Holland every day, the, the whole family. So I thought that was kind of cool. But anyway, this is uh, the third part of the California saga. This is California from the Beach Boys.
That song is, uh, well, the California Saga, colon, and then California. Uh, the two that precede it are Big Sur and The Break of Eagles, uh, the other two parts of the trilogy there. So, uh, yeah, Holland does okay. Like I said, Ceylon Sailor is the single from this album, and I believe they released one other song from this album as a single, but unfortunately it did not do very well. And uh, the band kind of packs up for a little bit, and as far as recording, and kind of regroups, and then we'll kind of pick up the story uh, in the next episode of PF's third favorite band. We now move on to Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark, who were also at kind of a, an interesting crossroads in their career. Uh, we played something from the Crush album last week. We are now up to the Pacific Age, and the, the Pacific Age comes out right after If You Leave becomes a big top ten hit. And If You Leave does not appear on the next album, but is only on the Pretty in Pink soundtrack. And for the Pacific Age, uh, they were able to, as they were recording If You Leave and uh, Goddess of Love, which was supposed to be used in Pretty in Pink, but got replaced by If You Leave because the ending of the movie changed, uh, they were able to record some songs and make some demos on John Hughes's Nickel there in California. So they do that. They put together an album called The Pacific Age, which um, isn't really embraced heavily uh, by the fandom. Uh, I know the British fans aren't particularly keen. Uh, Andy McCluskey himself isn't keen. He told me that in an interview. It uh, might have been on this very show, as a matter of fact, that that wasn't really a favorite of his. But boy, I, I really like this album. Uh, and I think the American fans do as well. The single from it, if you're familiar at all with OMD, is Forever Live and Die. You might know We Love You. If you're in Australia, you know We Love You. It was a top 10 hit. Uh, got the number six, I believe. And I debated what song to play. I was going to play the title track, The Pacific Age, because it's... um. Interestingly, it's about, uh, at the time, Japan was having a really good run, and it was kind of about how Japan and some other Pacific Rim nations were doing really well, and how maybe America and the West were not doing as well. And the song still resonates today, although I think you would move that focus more over to China and Korea than you would Japan, although Japan's not doing, you know, uh, well, all things considered, uh, isn't doing terribly, but now we've seen the rise of China and uh, Korea, and now some, a lot of the other nations in that area, you know, Indonesia and Thailand and Vietnam now, and so, but I'm going to go with a different song. Uh, the uh, the third single from this album was an, a song called Shame, and Shame was uh, not written by Paul and Andy. It, they contributed to it, but as the lore goes, uh, they, they were looking for uh, uh, more songs for the album, and then the Ware Brothers, who had finally become full members at this point, the, the band's now a seven-piece, or six-piece. Uh, they played horns on the previous two albums, but they are now full-fledged members, not just touring members, but they're full-fledged members of the band, and they're complaining that there isn't really a song that's got soul on the album, and so Paul and Andy are like, well, go write one and see what you can come up with. And they come up with Shame. And Paul and Andy contribute to it, kind of smooth it out, make it OMD, more OMD-esque. And, uh, and we get Shame. Then uh, the record label decides that uh, they're going to release a third single. The band suggests Stay, which is the power cut from the album. Uh, the label says Shame should be the track. So the, the band relents and says, oh, we'll do that, but we want to re-record it. want to make it faster. But I'm going to play the album version of Shame. It's a nice little uh, ballad. And uh, it's just a nice tune. And uh, this is Shame from Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark from the album the Pacific Age.
All right, so there's OMD, uh, preceded by the Beach Boys, and now we are up to the Connells. The Connells, like I said, you may not be familiar with. Uh, you should be. There's a documentary out there uh, called The Greatest Band You've Never Heard Of, and it's about a, a band that I would say is kind of in a similar vein. They're called The Samples. Uh, they were formed by a guy from Toledo, Ohio. He moved to Colorado Springs, Colorado, and formed this band. And they're, they're similar in a lot of ways, uh, but I would title that uh, documentary The Greatest Band You've Never Heard Of after the Connells. <laughs> Because, uh, anyway, and they've toured together, by the way. Um, some funny stories there. I interviewed one of the guys from the samples, and he had some uh, interesting tales to tell. But anyway, uh, I digress. We move on to the Connells. They, like I said, they formed in 1984, and I didn't realize, looking back at the history, I thought that later on, Mike Connell was the chief songwriter, and he founded the band. I thought he became a lawyer. He had was just finishing law school when he formed the band. So that's interesting, and this becomes uh, kind of a, th a theme with another band that we'll talk about in a later episode. So they uh, they form, they uh, get a record contract with a label in Britain, and they release an album called, even though they're from Raleigh, North Carolina, they release an album called Darker Days, and uh, it does pretty well. They get some heat on them, as we say in the business, and uh, well, here's the title track from Darker Days. Days does pretty well. I mean, well enough to get them, like I said, they get some heat on them, and they get the attention of a label called TVT. Now, if you're an old-timer like me, you may remember that in the 80s there was this uh, string of uh, collections, of a uh, collection CD uh, had TV show themes on it. TV tunes, get it? TVT. And so the guy that founded it, his name's Steve Gottlieb, he uh, put together this collection, and unlike previous collections of this of this ilk, uh, most of the themes were at least remastered and sounded a little better. Some still sounded kind of tinny because that's the best recording they could find. But uh, all three volumes of this do really well, and he decides to start signing just regular artists. Uh, he will later sign in a few years Nine Inch Nails. How about that? And before the album folds and is sold, uh, he Pitbull. So I would say the Connells are probably the third biggest act ever to be on TVT. And uh, they uh, released an album called Boylan Heights in 1987. It does really well on college radio. And uh, we're going to play a tune from that called Over There. It's got a nice, uh, lovely horn part in the middle here. So we're going to check that out. Here's Over There from the Connells.
Over there from the Connells from the album Boylan Heights, uh, 1989 rolls around, they release, and this is where I jump on to the uh, Connells bandwagon through a friend of a friend, uh, my good friend Bobby's friend Dave, uh, he went to college with. Uh, I'm on the radio at this point, and Dave says, hey, have you ever heard of the Connells? I think you'd really like them. And I'm like, oh, well, we have an album of theirs right here. It's called Fun and Games. And he goes, yeah, you should play some stuff from that. And I'm like, okay. So I did, and I loved it. And uh, this is not one of those cases that we, and we discussed a few episodes ago that sometimes your favorite album is the album that you entered the fandom at, and then you go back and, you know, and, and enjoy other albums. But in this case, um, my favorite Connells album is yet to come. I do enjoy Fun and Games a lot. Uh, one of my favorite songs is on it, which we're going to hear right now. It's called Hey Wow. And one of my favorite live performances ever of a song was uh, seeing the band perform Hey Wow. Uh, they did it as an encore here in Cincinnati. It was just uh, lead singer Doug McMillan, Mike Connell, the guitarist, and uh, Peel Wemberly, the drummer, was just, uh, he, I think he had like a, one of those little drumming little sticks that you attach just to keep the time. They did an acoustic version of this, and it was so good. And you're going to hear that song right now. This is the studio version. This is Hey Wow. Wow, great tune by the Connells. Uh, then we come up to the next album comes out in 1990, and uh, the album's name, es- why has it escaped me all of a sudden? Anyway, it produces what I think is, boy, I, probably my favorite song of theirs overall, and certainly one of my favorite songs of all time. The song is called Stone Cold Yesterday. A One Simple Word is the name of the album. Also has a great song on it from George Huntley called Get a Gun. And uh, George Huntley writes a song or two per album, and he also sings lead vocals uh, on the songs that he sings. Uh, this becomes important uh, in a few songs, so stay tuned. But this is uh, Stone Cold Yesterday. Again, not only one of my favorite, not only my favorite Connell song, but one of my favorite songs ever. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's a rocky one. Here you go.
One simple word, uh, they continue to get more uh, traction, but the problem is they're stuck on a label that, you know, is doing the best they can. But the, the And I used to, you know, know the people that worked there because when I was on radio at the time, you know, I dealt with them. It would, but they were a small label and they, there was a lot, of not, a lot, not a lot they could do. This is the same time now that, you know, One Simple Word is out, the TVT stumbles onto Trent Reznor and his Nine Inch Nails. And even at that, the thing that makes, you know, Trent and Nine Inch Nails successful is relentless touring. He tours with the right people. Uh, the, he connects with the audience. And the Connells and the other bands on TBT simply don't have that. And so there's a lot of uh, ill will between, I guess, the roster of acts and the, and the label, and Bresner included. But anyway, the Connell soldier on. Uh, they release an album called One Simple Word. Um, no, that, that was when this released. Ring is the next album. It's in 1993, and this album is incredible. Not a dud track on it at all. No, no speed bumps, no nothing. Uh, the uh, the big hit from it, the big song, which my favorite song from it, Slack Jawed. Similar to Stone Cold Yesterday, but still different, but still following that same rocky, hooky formula. And uh, this makes it onto the soundtrack of a, 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 a movie called PCU, you may be familiar. Uh, Jeremy Piven plays a 35-year-old college student. John Favreau and David Spader, and I looked that up, I couldn't believe that. This makes it onto the soundtrack of that. The movie does okay, uh, but fortunately not a big enough hit to help the band, but uh, the song's a banger. Anyway, this is Slackjaw from the Connells. <laughs>
Uh, another song from this album is called 7475. It becomes a huge hit in Europe. It goes top 10 all over Europe. I think it gets into the top 20 in the UK, but it's top 10 in like Sweden and Norway and Germany does real well. So the band <clears throat> pack up, head over to Europe, do a huge tour, uh, write some songs while they're over there. And they come back with an album called Weird Food and Devastation. And it's not good. Uh, there's one song on it called Maybe that's maybe okay but yeah it's just that they're out of their element i think is what really hurts them on this album and it's it's not a favorite i don't listen to this album very often like i do the other ones uh so we're going actually going to skip weird food and devastation they released an album called still life in 1997 i believe it is it's got some great tunes on it the title track is really good curly's train written by george huntley is really good but uh, I'm going to play a song from those sessions that is not actually on the album. It was also on a soundtrack. And it is a song that I hunted for for years and years and years. And it's a, it's a song you're familiar with. It's Cruel to be Kind by Nick Lowe. And Cruel to be Kind is one of those songs that it's really hard to do a bad cover of, I guess, is a way to put it. Kind of like I Fought the Law. You know, some songs you should cover, some songs you shouldn't. But I like all the versions of uh, Cruel to be Kind, the original. Letters to Cleo does a great version, also from a soundtrack, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. But this, of course, would be my favorite. Uh, I guess it's recorded during the sessions for... Uh, for this, for the album Still Life, it appears on the uh, uh, what's the sound? Uh, the Curve is the name it's under now. I think it was released as Dead Man's Curve, and it, Matthew Lillard's in it. It's about these two college students. Again, college movie. They figure uh, out that they can get, uh, they can pass their courses if their th- third roommate, their some popular guy, uh, commits suicide or die, or meets an untimely demise. So, uh, Carrie Russell's in it too. So anyway, and the, the, the Cruel to be Kind plays over the credits, and for years I thought, well, I'll just get the DVD and I'll just strip the song off of that. Well, the problem with that is it only plays half the song and then it fades into another song over the credits, so that didn't work. Looked for years and years, I would always punch it in to see if it turned up on a compilation anywhere, and finally some guy built a website. Uh, it's a bunch of Connell stuff on it, a bunch of B-sides, a bunch of live recordings, and he made it all downloadable. So I'm like, well, thank you, sir. I will take that. And uh, I get cruel to be kind from the Connells, and this is great. And I was listening to it the other day, uh, some intricate guitar work, which I like a lot, even though it still kind of sounds like a demo in a way, but it's really cool. Doug McMillan uh, takes the first verse, and then George Huntley sings the second verse. So cool. And they have this little guitar part at the end. It's fabulous. We'll hear as much of this as we can. This is uh, Cruel to be Kind, covered by the Connells.
And there you have it, Cruel to be Kind from the Connells. Uh, solid uh, discography, except for maybe the one album. They were supposed to release an album here in 2021 called Stedman's Wake. And, uh, boy, I think these guys actually finished a lot higher than I even would have uh, estimated. But, you know, they have day jobs. Uh, George Huntley went on to be going to real estate, and he, I guess he's been pretty successful at it, actually. Uh, I think... Mike Connell is a lawyer for sure. I think his brother is also a lawyer. I'm not sure what the rest of the band does uh, with the rest of their lives, but they they are busy. So this it's still a part time thing for them. They only ever tour in the Carolinas and the South, so I haven't seen them in a long, long time. But hopefully, Stedman's Wake. Once all this uh, nonsense has passed us, uh, they will tour for that. So there's that. That's it. There's the Connells, PF's third favorite band? Question mark. Uh, we come to our honorable mention band, and our honorable mention band is In Excess. And uh, just uh, past week uh, was the anniversary of Michael Hutchins's birthday, and of course, a lot of people are very sad about his untimely demise. And it's strange; it's one of those cases where you know, some bands go on, uh, you know, even when they lose their lead singer, and go on to great success. Uh, in Excess, I think he was just so much a part of the band and so charismatic. You know, the the ladies loved him that they, they couldn't find anybody. And they've toured with other people uh, filling the lead slot. But, you know, I mean, it, there's some guys you can replace and some guys you can't. ACDC did it, I guess. Queen did it sort of, but they were very upfront about it. They were always like, look, Adam Lambert has the spirit of Freddie for sure. And Adam Lambert's like, look, I have the spirit of Freddie for sure, but I am not Freddie. And everybody knows I'm not Freddie, but I'll do the best I can to sing these songs. He's, he's got pipes and he can perform. So that's that's how Adam Lambert gets away with uh, touring with Queen and does a fabulous job doing it. I guess it's the, the next best thing, as you would say. But anyway, in excess... Um, uh, a lot of a lot of great albums, actually. They almost could have made this list. But this comes from their album Shabu Shaba, which I believe is their third album. And I looked this up a while ago. This is my favorite song by them. Again, one of my favorite songs of all time. This is such a banger. Uh, they have two singles from this album. One is called The One Thing. You may remember from your MTV. They're eating dinner and throwing food at each other in this kind of uh, uh, this palace kind of a setting. And uh, this song, Don't Change, which is them just singing in a warehouse, but just doing what they do best. It's a performance video, but it's a great performance video. Weirdly, uh, Don't Change and The One Thing only get to 20 in Australia, their native country. They have bigger hits after that in the United States, Canada, and their homeland. Uh, this is their best song ever, by far, and only gets to 20. Anyway, so this is Don't Change from NXS.
Still change from In Excess. Boy, almost could have made it off the honorable mention list just on that song alone, right? Uh, so that's that's their, uh, there's your honorable mention band. We now are up to our song of the week. And uh, this is a group from, I believe they're, speaking of Holland, we spoke of the Beach Boys before. I, I think they're from Holland. They might be from Belgium now. Now I think of it. No, they're from Holland. And it's called Say Yes, Dog. They are, uh, we. it's weird, we've had a lot of keyboardy bands uh, in PF's third favorite band question mark and we did a lot of we did we'd get a little rockier today with the Connells and an excess we're gonna, we're gonna get keyboardy again now with uh say yes dog uh but i really like these guys a lot this is a song called love notes and it's uh it's our song of the week on pf's tape recorder see you next week for another installment of pf's third favorite band question mark but in the meantime uh say yes dog love notes pf's tape recorder so long and thanks for listening Get my vibes